This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, so we're holding here, I believe, Peri Gimel. So Peri Gimel and Dalid are um, they, they, they're about words again. You know, they're sort of dealing with uh, with different names, with different nouns, and so on. And from Dalit, he segues again into a topic. People think that the word Tmuna and Tavnis is the same thing. It's not true. Um, the, 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 the Tavnis comes from the word Binyan, Bono. Um, it's something that refers to a physical shape or property. Like it says, You never use the word tavnis to describe in, in any way. The word tavnis is physical um, structure. Omnum tumuna, but the word tumuna is different. It is one of three things. So it can be used to the physical description of something. It may be used for that. Like it says, as this is a person So let's say I saw a bird, and now I have a picture of it in my mind. So that picture is not a physical reality, but it is of a physical reality. And therefore, it could be that. He said, you know, sometimes in your mind at night. So this picture is not a physical reality, but it is a residue of something physical. The word tmuna would be like, like we use it in colloquially. I say, I think I have a picture of the situation. So I'm talking about a certain conceptual um, view of something. It's not something which is um, a physical picture, but it means... Um, a, 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 the equivalent of what a picture is, it's conceptually to the mind. And on that, that word, So it says, It means he totally understood the concept of Alekus. Okay, that's Gimel. Dalit. Da. These three terms are used both for physical vision 
and then it also has been borrowed for perception. Um, in raw, we see it many times. It says, That's And using that, that sense of the word, that this applies to any time you use the word, you mean a grasp. All these cases are in the um, in other words, an eye can only see one segment of some existence. So when I see a person, I can see the hands, the feet, the face. I, I don't have the whole person he bit is also there's a butter by the dove like a tabit achrech of a tabit ishtem achirev v'nibat laretz v'hushal a butter sasechol v'ashkafosa asvoynas a dove chisigeo and it also implies to understand a concept like loy he bit of Yaakov he didn't see any averes in Yaakov averes not nearby he bit to achem Moshe Amru Chazal sheboy oidza inyan v'shuagoda al hayoisa medakik and chloisa b'amar v'stakimet. When it says v'ibitu achemoisha, means they looked into what Moshe was doing. In other words, it's not seeing as much as thinking into what he's doing and so on. Umazenyan amahabit nashamayma because this was b'mar nevua. V'alzeis hasholu koloshna b'zeroloika hibitu lekim tos shabbat and so on. V'chein he says chazal noifla roisa ayin. Like Vesechas Betzir and Enu, and Vuhushal Asog Salev, but Shachaz Yudoshayim Sofer. So here is again, he's defined these three terms as all three of them relating to either a physical vision or a a a a um, understanding, conceptual understanding. Um, he, he is now as a segue, is or uh, he he he's going to speak Perik Hey which is um, going to use that term and explain or, or something of it. Like the Ramam said, he will, he will not go Kisidron, and he will explain different things in different places. Again, this is a place where he does that. Perikei. When Aristotle started delving into deep in Yonim and proving certain things and establishing certain uh, ideas and theorems and so on. Omar Misnatsal Dova Omar Misnatsal he said apologetically something, Zen Yonai. He's paraphrasing him. Sha'in Royulama Ayin Bisforov Shiachseu Bimashayakolov. A person should not accuse Aristotle in the fact that he's trying to explore things that are really, really up there. La Azus that he either is about Chutzpah or he is um, bluffing and speaking about things that he doesn't has no idea what he's talking about. In other words, you're talking about big and yonim. Um, is it like, do I ascribe this to chutzpah? Do I ascribe this to vanity? And you're fooling yourself to think you understand everything. Avoroyal 
rather what you should ascribe to me is um, a desire to search as far as possible and understand things. In other words, um, you know, it is appropriate that even in those places that are really, really uh, a gavoya and 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 it, the total picture is beyond man to make as much progress as you can. So he said, my my attempt to to grapple with things that are really beyond Aristotle says is not a sign of um you know a bluff. It's not a sign of chutzpah. It's a sign that a person does as much as he can. I also say the following. A person should not immediately run to, 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 to these type of understandings. Without first... So, so, so the Raman goes through a few prerequisites that are necessary for it. First of all, he should be margul himself with chachmas and deus. Um, you know, in order to in order to understand things, you need to have a stockpile of axioms and and paradigms so that you can compare it and sort of understand things. You need to purify your midas. And you should you should deaden your tivus and chukos of the of, of fantasy. When you'll know the, the, the prerequisite axioms, and then you'll understand how to apply those axioms and appropriate ways of, of, of having analogies. And you know to God from fallacies. Um, then you should um, move forward to, 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 to search, to, to, to think about these things. He shouldn't think that immediately he'll understand. And he should also not sort of just stand up and start thinking about Alakus. He should be shy, embarrassed, humble. Okay, I, I want to go through a, 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 a major point to this. The Ramam is telling us that in order to understand um, big inyanim, the, the, the sort of metaphysics of God, the, the, the theology of God, so, so a bunch of these things over here are very, very... Um, logical things. You need to be used to thinking logically. You need to know a lot of axioms. You need to have a lot of paradigms. You need to know how to draw analogies. Those are all things that I think we're all very comfortable with. It it makes a lot of sense. What's this part about Midas and Tivus and Chugas and the Mjernes? What is that all about? So let's take an example for instance, the more Kabbalah-oriented people, um, the 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 uh, more the, the the more from people, um, their attitude is that understanding anything about a Baruch Hu is up in 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 Baruch Hu, 
and Seyed Hashem Lireyev, Kodesh does not part, part with his knowledge to people that he doesn't particularly care for, and therefore it's vital that a person um, be a tzaddik, and of Almidis, and, 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 and so on. So, so the from piece is necessary because there's no way human being can attain that knowledge. It's only a siyat it's only a given to you, and therefore you need it. So that would make a lot of sense that you, that you have to have all of these milos tevis and midas tevis. And, and, you know, in the Hakdama to learn Kabbalah, there's a lot about Kedusha and so on and so forth. It's not the Rambam's Mahalach. The Rambam doesn't seem to go to Mahalach. So what is the Rambam talking about? So, and it, Bechlal, it, it's a piece of the puzzle. The Rambam is so much, is so much um, into understanding Rebbeinu and his Drachim as being the beetle of, 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 of Torah. So, are the mitzvahs and in the bigger picture, the type of person created out of the mitzvahs. What is that all about? Um, you know, and, and yet the Rambam is very strong about it. Like he says here, he says other places, a person who's about taiva or midas ros is not shy to this. So let's understand what we're talking about. And I think that that's why um, we, don't, we don't get it. It is... If I tell if I tell somebody that to be academically accomplished, you need to be a Balmidas and you know uh, without a, without Tivus, um, people will just look at you blank. Makes no sense whatsoever. And if anything, most I think most academics find it as an asset to have Tivus and Midas Ross. Seems to be a lot more on, on many more resumes. The Midas Tavis and, and, and a lack of Tavis. So it doesn't make sense. I, I mean, can I be a great mathematician and still be a very mean person and nasty person? Of course. Um, can, I, can I be a, a, a brilliant scientist, be, be about Tavis? Of course. It's not a shtev. So what is the shtev? So let, let's understand when we're talking about Alekus, we're not talking about a mathematical formula. We're talking not even about a dry idea in the sense that I can analyze this thought process, that thought process. I'm talking about getting something, hearing something, in a way that I really, it resonates with me. There's an understanding, for instance, imagine um, a, a, a totally fryer person is sent to write about yeshiva life. So a lot of times you read the work and you say this guy did an amazing amount of research. This person makes some good points, but he doesn't get it. He just doesn't get it. I told somebody once, he wrote, he wrote in, in Israel, he's, he's an Englishman, he used to be the editor of Jerusalem Post, he wrote a book about the Haredim way back when. And I told him, it was about Rav Shach, about how Rav Shach runs the whole thing. It was that I told him, you did not do anybody a favor with that book. I said, it's not that it's not true or it's true. That's not down deep. What makes a Haredi person Haredi is not the machinations of the party. It's the sense that he had when he sat and learned the Gemara. It's, it's a, it's a, if, if, if a person on the outside doesn't get the neshama of a Haredi person, he doesn't get it. 
And all the stories about the dairy tell Lawrence to have Rav Shach go and put a parish into this position, and that's, it really is not getting to the heart of understanding it. And, and you're giving nobody an understanding of that word. The understanding of a likus is not something you say in words. You need to dehair it. You, you need to feel it. And if a person doesn't, then, 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 then he doesn't have it. So if my need is... So imagine uh, um, a, a very coarse physical person, a guy, a coarse physical guy walks into a base medrash. They tell him, you know, this is, this is what the Jews think is the greatest thing. They walk into a base medrash and sees people sitting hours and hours over books studying. He scratches his head and he mutters to himself, you know, I thought Jews were smart people. Why, why, why are they sitting and, and, and over books, over old books all day long? What's with them? And they think it's the best thing yet. Take somebody who's a balnefesh, he's, he's a chacham, he's, he's got these things, he walks into his marriage. He may not understand what it is, but he, he, can, he can understand what the sugi is. He can understand what it's talking about. The Rambam's, the tefisa we're talking about is not a raw sikhis tefisa. It, it's the entire person deherring something. Deherring a likus is, is with my entire person. And if my personality is, is gross, coarse, it's not going to deherring. And that's why the Rambam, in, in, when we saw from Perik Beis, when he told the fellow, you know, um, sitting and, and drinking, you know, and, and, and eating and, and making out with women, that's not the way to ask that question. He says, and, and a person needs to have a certain humility when he approaches it. Um, it wasn't because the eyes saw something and it's a very bright light. It says that it So if a person does not have the natural tremor, um, the natural hesitation to approach Elikus, then he doesn't get what Elikus is, and he'll never get. If, if it's someday he can take in stride, he, he's not getting it. So with, if, had Moshe Rabbeinu not displayed the tremendous apprehension of looking into it, then, 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 then he would not have the heritage. Omnom, he says, Atzil so the opposite of this Atzil Meisrael, they tried to they understood something, but their hasaga wasn't shalim. So the Rambam has a diuk here in this Chazal. It says, Vayiris, okay, Yisrael, Vitachas, Raglov, and so on. Um, why does it say Vitachas, Raglov? I mean, the Pasuk is saying, Vayoch, Vayishtu, Vayechsu, Vayiris, okay, Yisrael. So they did, did something wrong up to Rachel and Shti, they saw him. The description of what they saw, why is that relevant over here? Well, Omar, Vayiris, okay, Yisrael, Levad, 
Remember, the Ram says, the point of this Maimah is not to tell me what they saw, but that they looked. So he says, The Pasuk is telling they saw it, and because of their state of mind and state of person, they saw something that included false elements with the true elements. And he explains in a later period what Tachas Raglov means. So, so, so the Pasuk is saying they saw a little yes and a little wrong. So Ramam says, If this is what they deserve, certainly us. A person needs to work on himself to keep purifying his thought on, 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 so that he, he won't fall into, into error. Um, um, now, the Ramam explains what exactly is the problem. If the problem was... Um, if if the problem was just kind of a, they didn't get all the metaphysics right, so what? So Ramam says, Because their approach was coarse. Their approach was very physical. It, it, it didn't, or better said, it didn't have the requisite um, purification. So what they saw in HaKadosh Baruch who also was coarse. A person who's Megushim understands everything around him as being Megushim. Um, the Rebbein the, the, the used to have a schmooze on it says by Yeshu that, uh, or, or whoever it is, oh, say Yeshu, it's a good, one of those Gemara's on Yeshu, that is with, with Yeshu and Prachia by, by, by a, a, in an inn, and he said, how nice is this woman who's, you know, taking care of us, serving the drinks, and Yeshu said, well, her eyes are not so pretty. So he said, Reka, do you think that's what I'm talking about? And he had sent him off packing. So Chaim asked, I understand that Yeshu looked was was busy with the look at the woman, but why did he tell it to the Rebbe? So Rabbi said he coined a phrase: "The manuvel thinks that the Rebbe is also manuvel." In other words, if what interests me is her eyes or her feet or whatever it is, then then maybe it interests him also. Um, when a person is megushim, the tefisa that he has is also megushim dik. We'll explain that later on. Because 
שבו בזה איני אסוג הסיכלס, לא ירועס עין, שאיננו יספורך נמצא שסיגו עיניים. They say, they, they coin a term called Kavad Nivra. Kavad Nivra means a Kaddish Baruch Hu created a, a, um, a, a, a physical being, a bright light, which signals wherever, um, a, Kaddish, wherever a Kaddish Baruch Hu is rotten is. Kavayachal. In other words, Just like if, I, if I'm trying to look at a bacteria, I don't want to look at it, I stain it, so now I can look at it, because the stain marks the bacteria. So the fact that Kodesh wants this marker to be close to him, I don't have any way of knowing that, so Kodesh Baruch puts down a light, a bright light, so to speak, and this light is... Is, is marks where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. It's called Kavod Nivra. Kavod is not a Shem, but it's a marker of some sort. Nivra, it's a creation. It's a Lashon the Rav Sadigon uses. It's a Lashon Kuzari uses. Uh, so the Ramam says, I interpret the word Chaza. Whenever it says the word Re'iya on Elikus, it means a Re'iya Sichlis, an understanding of Tfis and so on. If you wish to say it's covered nivra then then okay i'm 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 fine with that as well also it can also be that way but tachlis and the Rambam's the other there's a Ramban in last week's Sedrin Vayigash, who talks about covered nivra and he says he's, he doesn't like the the concept covered nivra not, not clear what he does say but covered nivra he's very very um he doesn't like and he says they try to touch it in the Targum and he says the Targum is a Bereach when I covet they want to say Lord Pshat in the Targum that he's referring to covet Nivra and he shows that that's Adrabe and he says Bereach when I covet when I covet Bereach it's a very cutesy way of saying it Okay, I'll go put him. So this is the end of his Perik. Um, so in Perik, hey, he, he, he makes this point that a person needs much preparation before learning these in Yavavalikus. That preparation includes Seichel building up, both in terms of skill and axioms. It also includes Midos, 
chayvus, etc., that a person has to get rid of. If a person does not um, have that, and then a person needs to tremble before he approaches these issues, and this is one of one of the litmus tests of what is the person right to talk about what he's talking about. Um, you know, one of the things Klal has, for good reason, always been extremely has pushed away very forcefully. People who talk about these, these things with arrogance, um, you know, kind of uh, the sense is this person never stood in awe, or, you know, me, I need to go into the Kodesh. That person, whatever he sees, is a jumble of Taivan Ra at best. You know, there is no such thing as seeing these, you know, perceiving these in Yanim, unless a person has um, that, sh- that, that shlemus and that attitude towards it. Um, I once, uh, there was a very cute Maisa. Reb Ber used to always be in over Kivega. Kivega to him was uh, Kivega. He heard that there was an old Yid in a town somewhere who had seen a Kivega. So he asked somebody to bring him to this person. He must see this person. And Kitsa, he knocks on the door. Old man answers, yeah, come in. He says, I heard that you knew a Kivega. Could you tell us about him? So the guy thinks, says, ah, Poznarov. Of course, I saw Poznarov. So Rebbe tugged at the, the jacket of the person he was going with. He said, we're going when, when they went out, he said, he saw Poznarov. He didn't see Kivega. In, in other words, he physically may have seen Kivega, but he had no idea who Kivega is or was. So what he saw was his overcoat. He, he never saw the, the person, because if he, if, he, if he doesn't have the awe of understanding what Kivega is, so he was the rabbi opposing, you know, so fine, very fine old elderly gentleman. Then, then, then he didn't see it. Um, if a person doesn't have the euro beforehand, then the person is not, is, then it's not a shemi sing. He's seeing Poznarov. He's seeing uh, um, not the, so the Rambo's final point is, is this, this attitude. And this is one of the, um, this is one of the great distinctions between an academic and, and, and a Torah person. This, this piece over here about, the two things about needing to be free of Tivus and, and Midas Ros and having this euro of Mianoichi is, is because you're, 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 you're dealing with, uh, you know, for an academic, so what? You know, so yes, a, 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 a neurologist, a, a neurosurgeon needs to be because he could destroy a person's life instantly. Fine, that makes sense. But I say this, you say that. I'll print this, you'll print that. We'll, we'll go back and forth, and you know, and uh, it, it'll be merry. It, it, the, the, the sense of 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 uh, era, that that's you know that that's the Rambam. Okay. Any questions? Any points? Anything? Okay. So uh, a good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Awesome.